Hey gang, quick producer's note to apologize for my horrible mic quality for the first 10-ish minutes of this one. Backup wasn't on till later, but the majority is perfecto. Enjoy, comrades, and unionize your game studios. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is episode number 235, going live for our patrons February 13th, 2024. Everyone else, February 15th. Steve, it's you, it's me, we're back. <coughs> yep. The results are in from our 2023 Community Awards polls, so we'll go over those. I got a couple of news stories, including one I can't wait to tell you about, because I don't think you saw it, and it's pertinent to not only, I would say, the foundation of this website, but your personal interests. Uh, <gasps> and a couple of things to wish list all three today sourced right from the promotions channel in our discord how's that for you can't wait all right sounds good uh if you want to help us keep doing this show patreon.com slash canadian game devs new patrons uh shout it out every week two early access to the pod uh discounts for canadian gaming events uh, and at a credit patron tier or higher. Well, thank you at the end of every episode. Steve, let's go to those winners here. Uh, three categories. Best ongoing game. Best ongoing game was the tightest one. Now, this is a game released before January 1st, 2023, made by a Canadian studio, been ongoing for a mm-hmm. while. Lots of people like it. Mm-hmm. Two-time mm-hmm. winner now, The Long Dark by Hinterland. In oh. I had this wrong. I had this wrong for a while. I'm pretty sure I was saying Hinterland was in Victoria, but it's actually in... Their Twitter says, Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, entered early access September 22nd, 2020, or sorry, 2014, celebrated 10 years, 2024, or will be celebrating, I guess, a decade. That's crazy. 10 years. Holy moly. Like you said last time we talked about it, you know, it's probably like near the end of its, you know, cycle of a game because they're starting to do live service e-stuff and announce they're hiring for a bunch of other projects in development. So this is probably like, I don't know, I don't know how many more intensive development years the Long Dark has left. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I got what you're saying. But many, many behind it to get to this point. How many, is it, can you still do, play the different versions? Wasn't that a thing too where you can like download older versions of the game? I'm pretty sure they did like a WoW vanilla thing. Yeah, right? You could do earlier um, like patches of the game that people mm-hmm. liked. Yeah. So what's what was do you have it on hand? What was number two and three? Uh, number two was Dead by Daylight by Behavior in Montreal and Toronto, and number That's three right. was Warframe up the street from me here in London by Digital Extremes. Uh, but neither could beat the Long Shadow cast by <laughs> the second oldest game on this list, only to Warframe by about a year, but <laughs> the Long Dark. Um, Warframe is that? Wait, when did the PS4 come out? PS4 came out November 2013, but it launched on PC March that year. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess it would technically the Long Dark. Oh, but the Long Dark didn't come to PS4 till later either, so it still beats it. But yeah, yeah. But we're going by the the earliest thing. I got gotcha. you. All right, and the feature you were talking about is called <clears throat> Time Capsule, and it lets you play earlier versions of the Long Dark throughout the years. So I guess yeah, a decade of the cool. game, people probably have like, oh, I liked when. This when it felt like this, you know, because that's something I've definitely only really felt. I've only game I've really played long enough to have that is Overwatch Two, where I can be like, man, I miss the old Overwatch, you know, miss the old Kanye. Yeah, but uh, uh, they'll never let me play 
Roadhog hook through a symmetric teleport off the edge of the map ever again. But you can't do that? No. Why can't you do that? They kept patching out all the fun stuff that broke the game. But Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Congratulations, Hinterland. Your Steam award is in the mail. And I'll send the last one, Boom. too, because you never put it up either. But, yeah, know. <laughs> they retweeted it, so they know we exist. They're aware of us. Oh, um, they retweeted uh, on the Twitter? Yeah, they did. Uh, Hinterland retweeted and I think The Long Dark did, too. And they had a bunch of nice. people replying. Uh, everyone was mad. I'm so sorry. I copied the... I was in a fugue state sending out all these tweets and copied just the Google description of the game, which listed it as a survival horror game. But then if you go to Steam, mm. it's been updated since. Like Google grabbed that a while ago, and it's now just like a survival, like a <laughs> more general game. So all uh, several of the replies were like, not a horror game, not a horror game. Like, ah, shit. All right, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> Don't upset the nerds. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, they will be happy to know that probably the game they voted for one, because if you're going to reply to me, you probably care about that in some way but people also cared about our most anticipated canadian game steve it's earthblade from extremely okay games in vancouver bc tbd Not 2024 uh by, by a chunk i'll say by a chunk <laughs> um yeah if people are curious this was not our most participated in a poll that would be the the one where paralyzed put it in their 20,000 person discord and we got like 17,000 votes uh no this one was several hundred i'll give you that Paral- paralive's got a release date by the way oh no year. way release yeah all right <laughs> it's wait hold on, hold on. i'm right, sorry Continue. i'll trust Continue extremely myself. okay games for their release year of this year for my most anticipated king game and our communities earthblade uh and steve the Canadian game of 2023 well, well wait sorry what was number two what was number three? Oh, you're right you're right uh, oh geez, I'm actually gonna have to pop over the poll for this one. I'll edit this okay, so section. while you're doing that, Paralives, all all they announced was that it's coming in early access in 2025. That's all. Early said. access 2025. I mean, sure, why not? I can see it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Uh, so second place for most anticipated was Spirit City Lo-Fi Sessions by Moon Club. That's sort of like Lo-Fi session tool uh, companion. It's pitched as a tool, but it's on Steam. And, you know, it sort of just stays up on your browser or like on your desktop while you're doing other things. Um, and third place was Rift of the Necrodancer from Brace Yourself Games in Vancouver. Uh, that game looks funky as hell, Steve. And it yeah, has like, they're assembling. I didn't realize uh, until I was digging into Rift of the Necrodancer uh, uh, for this poll, but they're assembling like sort of a, <laughs> a, a mcu phase one a team of canadian like indie game composers and like just a bunch of names i recognize from just a bunch of indie games including shout out to sam webster who did the grindstone soundtrack and keeps like retweeting and harding us uh, he's on there for rift of the necrodancer and a bunch of other people who you will recognize if you've played an indie game from like 2013 to 2024 so that's pretty cool but yeah that's third place nice and our canadian game of the year i'll do this one Third, second, first, then. Is that more dramatic? Yeah, I like that. Okay. In, I mean, I know who's number one, but in, I don't know I don't know who's number three or number two, but I, I know who's number one. So. In third place for King Game of the Year, it's Dead Space by Motive Studios in Montreal. Uh, yeah. You played that one, Steve. Anything to add? Deserving of a third uh, place slot, you think? Uh, you know, I think I think it's my Canadian Game of the Year, mm-hmm. but, you know, you gotta, democracy's got to work its, work its way in. Um. Yeah, it's awesome. I I'm interested. Motive Studio, man. That, that's two banners in a row. So I'm interested to see. Aren't they? Is that that's the iron? They're working on the Iron Man game next. I think. Right. 
I'm not sure. They just laid off like 100 people. But uh, yeah, that one that one stopped Iron Man. No. Uh, Untitled Iron Man game. Yeah. Collaboration with Marvel Games. That's TBA though. I mean, Dead Space is 2023. You got to imagine it's at least like 2020, like late 2026, 2027. Yeah. Then, so, although Star Wars Squadrons was 2020 and Dead Space was very early 2023, so mm. they must have two teams. So maybe Iron maybe Iron Man is a little bit sooner than than we think. But anyways, that's dope. It is good on them. Um, good on them. No one's someone from there might be listening. I don't know. They're probably all <laughs> Quebecois, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, second place, Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studio in Quebec City. All right, all right. Eh, yeah, all right. S- son of Son of the Forest guys didn't retweet us, I guess. No, no, they definitely didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and GOTY 2023 from CanadianNames.com and all of us is Darkest Dungeon 2 by Red Hook Studios in Vancouver. Mm. Uh, that game got a lot of love on twitter mainly uh, a couple people plugged it in their discord too so i think that's where all the traffic came from but yeah they really liked it and i'm gonna get Is back that... to it i played up to the end of the early access content when it launched like way back when yeah it's like full it's a, like a real it's fully out right now real game yeah so it left early access uh last year obviously because that's how it may. qualified mm, may of 2023 uh, yeah may or, sorry may 8th 2023 yeah, and then it launched in early access on the Epic Game Store originally, which is it was one of the first Epic Game Store games I bought actually. <laughs> Currently on sale. There you go. Congrats, Steve. Um oh it's verified on deck. You know what? Um I'm gonna add to my wish list so you can play the sound. Hell yeah. Laurels are in I might the jail. I'll probably just wait for a PlayStation release, which I'm assuming <laughs> is imminent. Oh, get the PlayStation release and then play it on your backbone. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Uh, yeah, that's it for our polls this year. Uh, I'll cut to a, a spooky Darkest Dungeon 2 song, and then we'll pop over to some news and wish list some games. Uh, no more new events since last time we plugged, so just CanadianDevs.com slash events for all the current ones. And uh, yeah. <coughs> I'm going to go in descending order of, of probably import, but both of these are beloved indie projects from the heart of game development in this province, Toronto, Ontario. First, friend of the site, Devin, hot off the 2023 spectacular indie hit, Bombing 2, a graffiti sandbox simulator, is taking signups for their new FPS beta. It is now in beta, so check that out. Uh, it's called Send. Tari Dark. It's got a Steam page where you could wishlist it, but uh, yeah, the betas or signups are available till February 16th, so a day after this goes live for the normies. Check that out. Get in there. I'm excited. The gifts are cool. The Steam page is cool. Devin's cool. Wait, what? Oh, Centauri and Dark. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. loading up right now. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Oh, this does look cool. It's a... It's a what, what, oh, man. Yeah, a lot of indie games are kind of doing this. It's like Dusk, you know? Like those kind of like super fast ps1 almost like gun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm bad at describing art as we always struggle to do it looks really fast like yeah. extremely like quake and, level fast 
you're, you're also very vertical. Like you're often shooting down at things from like above buildings. Yeah, like it looks like you you can jump like really high, and it looks like you have a double jump, floating. Good shit. Good yeah, shit. I don't know how to ex- describe the graphic style, like eighties <laughs> neon stuff. Devin, come on and describe the graphic style of Satori Dark for us. Yeah, there you go. See, uh, Devin went from forgetting to put their name in the credits of Bombing One to putting it directly under the logo for Centauri Dark, a game by Devin Weirsma. The next you, game, Devin. the next game will be called <laughs> Devin Weirsma. <laughs> no, it it just has it'll be like game name and then Devin Weirsma in the middle, rest of the game name. So wait, what's the news? Sorry that it that this is announced because it's on my wish list. So did we already talk about it? Or we, no, the yeah, betas the betas are oh, the beta. for okay. closing the fifteenth. Yeah, right. so uh, I've thank signed you. up. I've signed both of us up. I think actually, so don't worry. Oh, there you go. thank you. Um and yeah, Steam Deck, no Steam Deck. You can check it out. We could put it in the dad deck update. You could. I assume yeah, the beta will be rolled out in Steam. So I owe. I owe you. I owe. I owe the listeners dad Some deck updates. Because I didn't. I didn't play the dad deck in like two weeks. So um, it's okay. I so, remembered which ones we said we would. So we won't. We won't miss it. Okay, it's in the list. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. They're all downloaded. I just. You know, we'll get to what we're playing. But I also worked every single evening last week. So. And he's taking his vacation time to work too folks you know what this don't even worry about (laughs) all right steve take your mind off that and think about the future of drinkbox who (gasps) just showed us the first (gasps) visual visual from their game so i'm gonna walk you through i found this i'm just going through all the discords i'm in for canadian games they post an update hey check out all these things we did this year on december 21st 2023 including a sneak peek at what's to come Mm, click this hop over Yet yeah, nobody saves the world update. Yet yeah, cool, cute team pick. Uh, won a bunch of awards. All these physical games. And then what's this at the bottom? It's concept oh. art from the new game from Drinkbox Studios. That looks Steve. It looks like severed, severed and guacamole. Yeah, that, that and, yeah. is severed. We're back, oh baby. My. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? So I'll describe it. I guess is like a, it's a it's an extremely rectangular shot. Like a like a very cinematic. Um, widespread shot of a bunch of like twisted finger hand black silhouette hands reaching like halfway up the shot and then this guy mm. behind them all with like a scythe and a cool sombrero <laughs> and like this red uh poncho kind of like walking amongst the hands it's hype wait you say scythe i thought it was scythe scythe mm. i don't know i, I think both are don't, don't look to me but yeah okay they say under this picture, oh, quote, over the past year, we've been busy prototyping new stuff, playing with new ideas and styles. We've landed on something the whole team is very excited about, something completely new to us that we hope you'll be excited about too. Done. Uh, we can't wait to share more when we can, but in the meantime, here's a little sneaky peek. And then he posts the picture. Join mm. this Discord to keep updated on all the latest news about our game, including this new one. da 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 Signed, Matthew from Drinkbox. <clears throat> Nice. Okay. Hey, Steve. We finally have something. Ongo- on- cancel. Okay. Who won the best on- or best? Uh, <laughs> That's true. This technically got announced December twenty first. So, TBD drink box. We could have put in there. <laughs> Impossible dungeon update too. I didn't. I didn't see that actually. So nobody says the world was the PS Plus game. So we we still gotta. You know, play we still gotta play that. Yeah. I beat it with someone else. <sighs> I didn't we'll actually beat that game, so I should get back to it. Like. It, um, I liked all and the, I bought the I DLC the, as well. The DLC was free. With, oh no, you're right. It was like no, five it was like five. Bucks. It was like five bucks. Yeah, but it was so cheap that I bought it and did nothing. I was just like, I'm just going to buy this because I love the studio and mm-hmm. want to do not like, and then did nothing with it. So I get you. Um, well, that is I'm excited for this. Super, oh man, if it's severed too, oh, 
I'm going to go back to, to Apple's just changed how podcast art works where there's like the main podcast feed art, which is that nice one we got made from, um, oh shoot, Poltergust out in Alberta. But uh, mm-hmm. you can now do like the individual episodes again and they look show up. So I'm going to put uh, the new uh, drink box art as this week's art for y'all. Can you, do you know if you're mm-hmm. allowed to have Steam Deck exclusive games? Because Severed there's is no not way. on, <laughs> is not on Steam. Right. And because, because of it's the very touch, touch base. Right. Yeah, but you could do it on Steam Deck, though. I see what you mean. Oh, I bet, because there's, like, you know those, like... Because uh, I, th- not- I think if you play it on Switch, you it, like, doesn't work if you play it docked. Like, yeah, you have it- to play with the touch screen yeah. when you do the fights. That's interesting. Uh, if any developers who usually talk to me about these kind of things. Victor, if you're listening, I know you're listening. We talk about this. Eros, anyone. If you know about that possibility, I'm interested as well. Uh, yeah, so excited for the future of Drinkbox. Cute little team pick at the bottom here. Good work, everyone. Nice. Hi, right, Steve. I got a little Timbit for the week, too. Uh, I was as perusing through all the discords. This doesn't really count as news, but uh, Kit Fox has been doing an ongoing, uh, the Montreal-based developers of um, Boyfriend Dungeon, for those familiar, unfamiliar, uh, have been trying to get Dwarf as a tag for your stream on Twitch uh, because they did the port of Dwarf Fortress to Steam last year. Mm, and so they, they co-streamed with Deep Rock Galactic, uh, and the whole goal of the stream was to, was to like get people to annoy Twitch enough to add Dwarf as a tag people could search streams via on twitch and that's funny you, to me by tag do you mean like you could, game you, is called yeah Dwarf? like you would, so like no like um on twitch you could look for co-op games or action games oh. or uh, yeah or dwarf games <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the that's deep, the, the deep rock galactic community is just like nuts because it's kind of infiltrating the helldivers community too interesting because it's that very pe- similar <clears throat> gameplay I, yeah, it's co-op-y and just thematically for, about for like players. how they treat monetization and all that stuff is is you know not a tr- like not annoying. <laughs> so the yeah. two received well, <laughs> yeah. And so there's is all this thing. Someone made co- like concept sort of meme or something like that of like the the dwarves like breaking out of a hell divers like nest um, and just coming up and helping the hell divers with like bugs and stuff. So I like that. And, and they fight bugs. I mean, hell divers also fight robots, which I don't think you fight in Deep Rock Galactic. But all right, Steve, bugs. save it for what you've been playing this week because I know you've yeah, been sorry. playing hell divers too. It's good shit. Good shit. Okay. All right, I'll play a, a dwarf fortress song into some wish lists. a fun tidbit are you going to do a timbit timbit every time uh i have whenever they pop up because i've done two i think before oh i should put a past section so i don't forget them because they're interesting <laughs> hell metal survivors not not vampire survivors <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just looks like snes vampire survivors well i guess yeah. 
Castlevania is SNES, but it's like that like fatter pixel art, you know? Castlevania started on NES. But Symphony of the Night is SNES, right? No, it's PS1. Whoa. <clears throat> just blew my mind. Really? You didn't know that? I thought it was SNES. No, what's the uh, one where he's like, man's a twisted little thing of lies? Is that SNES? That's that quote Symphony from of the Dracula. Night, I think that's Symphony of the Night. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I've only pathetic. I've only briefly played Symphony of the Night. I've not. It's something. It's one of those things missing in my gamer, um, whatever. I always hate the term whatever card, but like gamer yeah. sort of repertoire. It's, it's like one I of the. Really, uh, it's one of the staples, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I have played the GBA and the DS ones, which were mm. fucking awesome. So, like, I played six of those games where I'm just like, with Symphony, then I'm just like, all right, well, I played six games that are trying to do this. I don't need to really play the, <laughs> the first one. Um, and Link to the Past is the better, uh, the world is flipped halfway through the game anyway, right? Um, That's like a mean, so that's like a mirror thing where you get the dark world symphony of the night spoilers it like it's upside down like you basically oh, it's just literally inverted like, it's like it's like a mirror track in mario kart yeah yes yeah i guess Maybe. so <laughs> i'll accept that all right let's, close uh, enough let's closer than closer than link to the past which is just the same world and same geography but like darker and some things are like changed or whatever but yeah the other one actually you have to navigate differently. Yeah, yeah. I get so. you. All right, Steve. The first game this week to wishlist comes at us from Poe Flower in British Columbia. You know that meme of uh, Joe Biden trying to say Minnesota, and it goes, soda. So <laughs> I read the, the title of this game is Captain Soda, uh, releasing 2024 demo available. You can wishlist on Steam. Quote, transform into the ultimate pop bottle hero, obliterating uh, obliterating an alien army with your sparkling soda guns. Captain Soda is a fizzy arcade platform shooter boasting soda flavors with unique abilities, powerful upgrades, pulse-pounding challenges, chemical warfare, just got refreshing. Good tag. Good tag, guys. I would put that on a poster and go see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> this game looks like great, like hectic. Like Pulse-pounding is also good. They got, I, whoever wrote that up, give them a pat on the back. What do you think, Steve, of Captain Soda here on Steam? Um, yeah, it looks like I guess it's a two D bullet hell, um, and just kind of looks kind of crazy. I'm just watching the trailer again. Would you download um, this demo potentially? Yeah, I can download the demo. I, my Steam Deck's on the other side of the room, though. I'm too lazy to get up. Kind of tired. That's fair. I'm paying all day. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm digging this. The color, I like the vibrant, like the um, I don't know if it's if it's like what's what's it called when colors like contrast each other, contrasting colors, like how yeah. the backgrounds Col- are very like are are different. And like in this level, I just watched it's like reds and and whatnot, and then you're shooting like blue and green shit. Yeah, yeah, the um, Splatoon uh, two team thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get know. you. Yeah, I'm digging this. The cape is mm-hmm. cool. Um. This this screams like I want it to be co op though. To be perfectly honest, it's tagged twin stick shooter two D action RPG. No co op in the description, but that's fine. That's okay. Mm. Is. Steam is still learning about this game too. So, so is Steve. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. Uh, is Captain Soda by Ray Flower Games in BC on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. 
excellent. Next game today, the wish list comes at us from they just say Canada, but it's Lore Nine Studios. The game is Spring in Summer. Also has a demo. Quote. A storytelling sandbox adventure driven by your own personality about helping a jackalope ghost who can't move on. Explore a mystical mm. island inhabited by quirky mythical creatures. Connect with the hearts of its community and discover one's heart fulfillment in your own heartwarming personal journey. A lot of heart in there, Steve. This feels mm-hmm. like a, a hug yourself in a blanket and light some candles kind of game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cute. The art, the art style is pretty dope. I don't mm. know what game it's reminding me of, but how like every like you can see like the camera zooms out and you're just like in that house and it's in the middle of nothing. Animal Crossing does that. <laughs> Doesn't? Yeah, all the interiors of Animal Crossing are just a black void all around you. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe that's what it's reminding me of. So I dig that um, mm. about it. Pretty cool. What I'm trying to just pinpoint what the gameplay is like you're just kind of running around talking to people and stuff like that like puzzle yeah, it seems like it's like, it seems like point of, and click they say story rich cozy <laughs> choices matter ah oh, steam has an emotional tag uh that i could say things about that steve but i won't <clears throat> it's tagged as emotional <laughs> that's fair uh in a life of ordinary embrace and experience in a place of extraordinary. Not as strong a tag as Captain Soda, but you know, they're maybe French or something. Yeah, we don't Lots really of know. Cute gifts in the Steam description. <laughs> That's true. Oh, it's got a gift too. Remember we were it has gifts. Alright, Steve. Any last thoughts on spring <laughs> and summer? Cute little No, I dig it. Game. I is the is the rabbit a ghost as well? It's kind no, of No, the jackalope's a ghost and he won't move on. But the little rabbit, like the little rabbit has the little kind of ghost tail thing. Oh, you're too. right. Is that a rabbit or is it? Yeah, like scroll down to the scene below the GIF is like the two characters. Like someone. Oh, that, that's a dead rabbit. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This, no, that is the jackalope. He looked different in the art of the game than he did in this GIF. That's the jackalope. Oh. Because you can see the antlers okay. in the middle where the ears are. Oh yeah, you're true. Okay. So. Boom. <laughs> that's the kind of an, an quick investigating you can get from CanadianGameDevs.com. Patreon.com slash King Uh Steve is Spring and Summer from Lore 9 and Canada on your Steam wish list. Emotionally, yes, it is. Emotionally. And, and, and literally it is, yes. <laughs> Are you in the right uh headspace to wish list or receive emotionally charged uh media, Steve? <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh good, because the next one. Actually, this might have emotion in it. Uh, Deep Down by Devil Studios in Montreal, Quebec. It's releasing TBD. No demo, but you can wishlist it on Steam. Quote, Deep Down is a narrative roguelike deck builder about emotional resilience. Never mind. There it is. <laughs> Restore your relationships through card-based dialogues. Express, transform, and even repress emotions conveyed through cards and confront buried memories to break the cycle. Oh, that sounds traumatic, Steve. I kind of just want to play Overwatch, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, what do you think of Deep Down by Devil Studios? Uh, this does look depressing. I got to be in the right mindset for this. <clears throat> yeah, but um, roguelike deck builder—that's that, so that's like the eyes are the eyes are freaking me out though. On the, oh, on oh, it's like that like, other. Oh, what's that, was, that other game? It was one of those PlayStation indie games that was like black and white, and it kind of looked like this. Anyway, um, continue. Um, no, the eyes are freaking me out. 
I, which probably is part of the reason for it. Um, or like what they're trying to do or whatever. But yeah, it looks cool. I don't really, just looking at the cards, I'm not really sure what the game is or whatever. I kind of wish there was a trailer to show me some stuff. But that's fine. They still got time. You know? It's kind um, of doing the thing. Uh, there's a game called Signs of the Sojourner that this is oh, you know emulating. What? Yeah, there's actually, sorry, there's GIFs below, which kind of right. shows. like That's what I was looking at. Because in this middle one, there's like a character across the table from you. And then there's like five card spaces ahead of you. And you have cards in front of you. And then what I bet's going to happen is you're going to like place a card. They're going to place a card. And you're going to like place cards left to right. And based on those cards, it'll sort of determine the like outcome of this mm. uh yeah, they transform as the discussion progresses and their effects are modified according to their emotional charge. Mm. So I guess like the tone of the conversation is changed based on the cards you play. It's like kind of from left to the right, they play out through the conversation. Yep. And then you build your deck and you can, so yeah, down here you're putting a lot of like, these look like angry cards into my deck. <laughs> it's kind of like Inside Out where there's like red, blue, blue is sad, red is angry, green yeah, looks purple. like... Uh, not sure. Various emotions. What do you think? <clears throat> um, sorry, I was just looking at my phone. Yeah, no, I I dig this. I'm not, you know, I'm not big on the the deck builder. I'm not dig, big on the roguelike stuff. So I'm not sure if if this one will be for me, type of thing. Um, but the art style is definitely cool. It's definitely <clears throat> pretty interesting like thin i don't know what to call it. like the like the art the eyes are just freaking me out the art's just kind of freaking me out which i think is kind of the part i'm wondering if they're trying to get on, on some of that inscription uh inscription sort of vibes you know what i mean it kind like of feels creepy, like it's the deck builder it's like the mechanics of signs of the show sojourn with um uh, uh there's like an indie black and white game that looks like this that was on ps3 i can't think of the most recent one was that like uh it was a game pass one of this little japanese boy kind of had this art style anyway all that to say is deep down for montreal based devil studios on your steam wish list yes it is all right. i might but, go through my steam my my wish list soonish because a lot of, we've been doing this for a while my I mean, we have. steam is probably so confused that i i'm fear that it's like you are you're not fucking we're you're not doing any of this so i think i'm going to clear out some of my steam wish lists um and just you know <clears throat> make it the last like year or so and stuff i could put them all on a we have a steam canadian game devs like a curator page that i can make lists on so i could just mm. take i could just take every game we've ever wishlisted or do like years of the show because i have it by year and just like do big lists of past games we've wishlisted that seems like a project uh, that would take a lot of time though but a cool one if you feel like doing that but mm. i can also just go through my, my thing and because i think i could do it on the steam deck too because when i go on the steam deck it doesn't know what to recommend me man there's like two, i have 200 things on my wish list and it's just right like, it's like, it's bro. messing with your algorithm yeah and i've and i've purchased like i don't know 20 things on steam in my entire <laughs> life so it's just like it just thinks i'm a poser or something the, the the game is messed up steve can't get anything done yeah all right um cut to a song from one of these games talk about been playing and bounce boom
Oh yeah, we didn't end up betting on the Super Bowl because you you said they would win anyway. So oh, I finally figured out what a uh, the bonus rollover means. Bonus rollover? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, every sports gambling place that advertises itself as like, oh, we match your deposit as a bonus. But what that does actually is it turns your deposit into what's called bonus money, and then you can't withdraw it until you win it six or eight or however many times they set. Yeah. Yeah, I saw something. OLG had a thing where it's like, if you bet 50 bucks, they'll give you like 500. And I was like, no, they won't. <laughs> there's something there's something with that or something yeah it's like. it's the bonus money has like a rollover clause set on it so you have to win once you win it you have to win it again like five or six times and the odds are you're gonna lose it yeah no, that yeah. makes sense anyway <laughs> i gambled on the super bowl and now i have bonus money i can't withdraw but it was really fun and it made it more interesting <laughs> yeah i haven't gambled on that stuff in a long time because just doing it on the app is so fucking boring it's so stupid it's <laughs> you want to be there want I want to be in the casino, man. Betting on the sports, even in the casinos, is just dope. Like you're just everyone's just there watching shit, random cheers and random moans on the same play and all that stuff. It's good shit. You want to win by one point of fucking thirty points, KG, right? The closest I had to that was uh, uh, on Brunswick Street in Halifax. Was the Halifax Sports Bar where actually I think Pierre Polivier launched his campaign. But that was where I watched the World Cup that summer, like 2022 or whatever. Uh, and there were people who had, I, I just, based on their reactions alone, I don't know, maybe it is just soccer people, but they seemed like they had money on the game. Like, there was an energy in that Oh, uh, I mean, soccer people are just nuts, especially. They are. Like, especially the later you go and and uh, later they're in and all that stuff. Because, like, you know, it's every four years. So you win one, and you basically just fucking ride that. It's true. Even Probably if it's just good. like, oh, you haven't won in eight years, it's like, that was only two World Cups ago, so yeah. chill. <laughs> it's not like how the Raptors now, Raptors are a completely different team when they won. There's only like one player from that team left. Even the coaching staff is completely different. Damn. And it's kind of starting to be like, yeah, that was that was a while ago. Like we, I think we just hit the five-year anniversary of it and all that stuff. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that was a while ago. And, you know, there's been four or five championships since then. But at the same time, fucking won it all, so... Fuck Did you, you. <laughs> Did you so, watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I watched, I watched the last half because Sophia didn't want to watch it. You watched the good half. That first half was so boring. Yeah, I was I was kind of paying attention to it and all that stuff. And then, yeah, I watched it, watched the last. Like, it was a good game. And I was like, yo, I'm glad I don't have a horse in this race because I'd be freaking the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> in the last, like, five minutes plus overtime, I'd be losing my mind. If I, I cared bet, about either of those teams. I bet $5 the Chiefs would win the coin toss, and they did. Oh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the only thing you bet on, or did you bet on natural winner? And then I did, like, this part where I was like, Brock Purdy would hit 225, and then McCaffrey would receive for 30, and I hit that. Nice. So that felt good, but. Did you bet, did you bet, um, did you bet on the Chiefs to win? No, I did another 4-1 that didn't hit, but the other one covered it, um, so it came in on top. But the other one, I was like, 49ers win, uh, Mahomes throws two touchdowns, uh, Chiefs are losing at half. And Travis Kelsey receives one. And I was three for four there. Or like, Yeah, was I was going to say, all, all except for the winner. Yeah, yeah. So that one was close. But no, you always hedge your bets, Steve. You never put it all on one parlay, of course. 
No, that's true. I do, I do miss the the ridiculous parlays where oh, you just yeah. like bet like five or six things and you're putting like five bucks or you're like, no, this did I send so you that bad. one from a from when the Bengals were in? I did a fifteen dollar into a hundred and sixty five. It was something dumb. It was like I bet the Bengals would score less than twenty six and a half or something. One was twenty two and a half, and then one was losing at half. It was one of those, and it just hit. I was like, whoa, weird. Every um, I don't know when, whenever it was two three years ago. Every Sunday, I would bet like five bucks parlay on all the win, like pick the winners. So we'd always just like work out like this five dollars would turn into like ten thousand dollars or something like that. Hell and yeah. I, I never, I got like eighty percent there one time. I think one time I, w- I missed it by like three or four games out of the like ten or twelve that happened on a Sunday. That's pretty cool though. <laughs> but so, but I would also I would make sure to bet and then completely forget it, and then check the Sunday night game. And then, like, then kind of, you know, that would sort of dictate what have my mood that evening. Right. Like, I wasn't kind of checking it because there's like, you know, by by three, four o'clock, like, you know, there's eight games that I've already completed. So I just wouldn't even check it until like Sunday night, and I never got to the point where I got to Sunday night and I was like dependent on that game or anything. Like right. That, so. But that would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, all right, Sophia, like, go away, don't, <laughs> <laughs> just don't fucking bug me at all. Uh, your college <laughs> fund is about to get a hefty little nest. Yeah, egg. exactly. Like where you go to university or college is is going to depend solely on this the next three hours. So you Sophia, need to, pray for the football guy to send you to college. <laughs> That's a pretty big lock. All right, Steve. I beat Spider Man two, and I'm feeling like I felt like after Ragnarok. I think you're just like done. Just like yeah, it was yeah. a lot more of that game again. But unlike Ragnarok, where I think is like a less enjoyable for me personally, open world to move around because you're not oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> I know moving around that game is so brutal, and like the loading between like fast traveling too is just like weird. But in Spider-Man, you're Spider-Man, so it feels really good to move around yeah. between. Like every time, like a waypoint popped up and it was like four thousand five hundred meters, I was like, oh, I can hit a couple wind tunnels, do like the little trick in the. Yeah, no, it's fun to get around in that game. So. Plus, it's just shorter in general. Like, Ragnarok drags on for so long. And it does. I feel like I platinum Spider-Man 2 in the length of time that it took me to you know, beat. One like, in five beat. people who've booted that game have platinumed it. That's insane because it sold like 20 million copies. That's, that's, that's a lot crazy. of people, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's um, easy platinum, but yeah, that's not surprising. They just made it that... That is that's a testament to because like the the thing that all these companies are trying to do really is like keep people playing the game like that's the true goal like everyone has all these milestones for like if people stop playing at one hour three hour like all these points so like it's a testament to the data analysts and I was watching those credits they hired a lot uh, at Insomniac who just like figured out how to make the game loop that keeps you going. Yeah, I know. Even if with it being a shorter platinum like pardon me that is like it is impressive that so many people stuck around Mm -hmm. to just keep playing i don't know i don't know is that really is that because it's spider-man though you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or you know is it the game design stuff because like what is it for the first one in miles morales this is like pretty similar numbers miles morales What's that website? Should check no. check the PS4 for Miles Morales because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who just got the. I fucking hate that when I'm looking at stats. Too, oh, when like it converts PS, it to the PS5 one. Yeah, because the PS5 will just like if you go to Marvel Spider Man on PS5, like I'm sure it's like way bigger because most people just like auto pop it. 
which is annoying. Why the fuck is Spider-Man not? Oh, right. Anymore? That's what uh, Soundshapes did, too. God bless them. Um. Wow. PS4 is 42% for Spider-Man, the first one. That's not the PSN Profiles one? That's no, the... sorry, sorry. That's the PSN Profiles. Okay, sorry. okay, it's, okay. It's 8.4%. 8.4, 8.4. Okay, and then what's the... Okay, so like one in two people who are nerds uh, platinumed it. <laughs> and then one in, I don't know, 10-ish normies platinumed it. Yeah, the PS5, hitting... the, the PS5 version of Spider-Man 1 is 17%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's so probably it's... a lot of those. Well, they probably have more... That one probably had more people pull. No, no, the other one probably had more people play it. it well, but, it has the auto pops. Like it has me, who literally just like loaded right. my save, got the platinum, and bounced. Right. So. Right. Right. Spider Man Two is eighteen percent. Miles Morales on PS Five is six point two percent. Which, oh, because Miles Morales, you had to beat it twice. Yes. Yes. So from PS Four Spider Man in twenty eighteen, uh, where they had roughly. 8% of people platinum it, which is insane, to Spider-Man 2 2023, where they had 18. Like, that is all the d- data analysts they hired. They, they were, like, really working on the loop, the the sounds. Like, they just were making it sure it was an experience you wanted to keep sticking with. Yeah, and that's that's platinuming it, right? So what, yes. what about doing everything, it? right? You have to complete all <laughs> yeah. the districts. You have to... There's, a, uh, there's kind of a, a, a pseudo... Um, pseudo uh missable too because one of the things is like taking down so many enemies when you when you combine a, a web between two points or whatever like the stealth thing mm. and if you don't do that by the time like you're kind of done the game like like you can't really do that in the all the like symbiote spots and all that shit like you have to do that during the main missions like so mm. you can kind of miss it out and you don't get it until like later in the game where is the trophy for beating it it's probably cool finish the main story 57 percent. like that's nuts 57 percent of people beat it you know what else is a game that's really impressive What's by that? the number of dorks who have been in elden ring <laughs> oh right oh like, man elden ring i don't know but if that, that's a testament pop. to being the easiest souls game because i mean i have the plot like the end of it yeah like i have the platinum 9.7 percent of people platinum it on more people platinum ps4 version of elden ring than platinumed spider-man one on ps4 that no no that, sorry miles 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 okay miles, okay miles. okay yeah that makes sense uh that's so, still impressive but it makes sense that yeah, speaks I mean, that's also we're getting into the trophy design too because like if you have one dumb trophy that number goes way down right yeah exactly exactly so cool yeah i i i enjoyed spider-man too i think after you know the moment or whatever um like kind of the last third of the game is like the best part of the game easily um i will say so a lot of it was a lot of like oh this is obviously an analogy for their relationship and her career and like there's a lot of that like stuff going on but the one moment i did actually like is when spoilers for the end of spider-man 2 hit the 15 second thing twice is when harry's uh dying and he looks up at uh peter and peter's like I love you. And then he dies. I'm like, oh man, they actually just said it. Like, that's what I would say if my best friend was dying. And I didn't expect that from a like PS4 game or whatever, or PlayStation game, you know, but yeah. um, yeah, good moment. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited for Venom. I'm excited for like the Venom thing that got leaked ooh, or whatever. Ooh, and uh, Wolverine, the first M rated Insomniac game in a while, I think. In a while. What was the, what was the first ever? Was it Fuse? Was No, Fuse was teen. Did they ever make an M rated game? I can't think of it. Like Infamous definitely wasn't. No. Sorry, Ron and Ron Studio actually, but um, 
Insomniac's wiki. Huh. I kind of doubt it. Like Ratchet and Clank, obviously, we're not. Yeah, friends. I can't. I can't think of any. No, I don't Spider-Man. think they have made Nightmare game. I don't Sunset know Overdrive storm. was teen. Fuse was teen. Resistance three was Resistance three M. Hold oh on. no, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Resistance three definitely has got to be M for sure. It must have been because I remember trying to hey dad shout out uh, convince my dad to let me play it, and so we had to go to the Christian game review website, and he had to read the review. But it was nice. the first M rated game, uh, one of the first ones I was trying to convince my dad to let me play. They must, uh, yeah, they must have like ripped that, ripped that <laughs> part. I uh, rating pending. It's eighteen. Uh, this box art in. Austria, whatever you're Peggy is 18. 18. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm Steve, sure. It was, also, yeah, I'm sure it's mature. I'm sure it's mature. I also started Hotline Miami on PS5 because if you got it way back in 2000, <laughs> whatever, 12, whenever it was on PS3, like I did, you get a PS5 version for free. Did you know that? Uh, I remember hearing that. Yeah, I think I told you that. Oh, you might have. Then I forgot. Well, mm. <laughs> thanks for telling me I forgot. And then, I, well, you were right. It was something I did think was neat. And so I booted that up. For some reason, they switched engines from Game Maker to Unity. And it's weird because I've seen a couple typical Unity like bugs. Because when you're working on 2D games in Unity, which, Steve, for those who don't remember, Unity used to be called Unity 3D because it was a game made to make 3D games. People keep trying to make 2D games in it for some reason. But there's a couple of these hiccups where, like, uh, between levels like the thing just stay like it's obviously supposed to fade to black but like a bunch of the assets disappear except for like a couple of the floor pieces and some guns and the background pulsing and it just stays there for like a couple seconds and then cuts mm. away so uh, it's like they added bugs to it which is like whatever they gave it to me for free right so can't complain but don't put your games in unity for so many reasons one of them be- especially especially if you're making a 2d game i don't understand that process. if someone victor if you also have any thoughts on that please let me know why you would switch from game maker to unity for a game like that um mm-hmm. but how miami so good steve i forgot how much fun the like conversations the phone guy gives you are there's always like a dumb reason every day for why you're doing what you're doing and there's always like a a very obvious innuendo at the very end and then the click i like it i when did i play this november of 2013 like yeah i haven't played it since whenever you know 2013 or whatever so i got the platinum for that one in the center wellington district high school library i remember sitting on my i was at one of the computers pretending to use computer but i was on my vita like under the table and i platinumed it I was nice. trying to get that last one for, it was like the 20 time or one of the times uh, the, to get a combo of a certain height, you have, there's a couple levels where you can actually do it. Um, but yeah, that game is a fun platinum. I, I was going through the list again. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is fun. You have to like do a bunch of really cool things. So did it, really cool. did it, did it auto pop for you? No, PS5? it has a new list. It has a separate PS5 mm. list. Yeah. Nice. I'm going through it again. Is it the same or is it? Is it's different? the same. It's the same. And the other thing I'm interested about is I got like 98% done or whatever, Hotline Miami 2, or I got really close, but then one of the trophies infamously broke for a lot of people. Like you're supposed to beat uh, several levels with those two characters who like one has a chainsaw, one has a gun, the fans, but it just bugged out and you would have to restart the whole game and get to a certain point. And I gave up on that, but you also get Hotline Miami 2 for free. So I'm curious if they fix that. So maybe I'll go through that one. Hmm. And the other thing I didn't realize because I forgot about is the guy who sells you because at the end of every mission in Hotline Miami 1, you like go to a a VHS store to get a VHS or a pizza place to get a pizza or something like that. And there's always a cashier and it's the same cashier at every place. Mm. 
And then that cashier is the cover guy on Hotline Miami 2. So I, I've clearly missed some connection between one and two I have to figure out this time through. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's what I've been playing. How about you? Um, still playing Pokemon. Sophia is enjoying that you can Scarlet with um because you can play you, you can play like Pokemon Violet as well like in the same kind of game like Heather can join my oh, okay game or whatever and you can't battle the randos or whatever but there's like things you can battle so that's been that's been kind of fun and kind of cool it's just like fun to play a Pokemon game like I honestly haven't played any of this shit since. I don't know, whenever X and Y came out, like 10 years ago or so. That was a while so ago. It, look, it just looks like complete ass, though. It's so yes. disappointing. Like, if I was a really hardcore Pokemon fan, I'd be, I'd be much more upset than I really am. But it's just like ass, man. And only only Nintendo Pokemon company can get away <laughs> with it. Like, if, if EA released a game that looked like this, they would be fucking banished from the world. Like, they, like gamers everywhere would just, like, complain and bitch. Um, I mean, there is a lot of complaining, but it's got to be just like the average person who plays this is five, right? Like, it's like it's like how the animation in Paw Patrol is bad. It's like it's just the standards of children, isn't it? I guess I don't know. I I, I don't know. I I feel like though there's just a lot of pe- it just feels like there's a lot of people who have been playing since you know red and blue and all that stuff and just been playing a long time. Yes, men in their 40s playing a game for five-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 37, bro. 37. Sorry. Uh, but and then I, Sophia uh, likes it, which is why you play it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really the only... A, a only five-year-old, reason. or closer to a five-year-old than you, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's much closer to a five-year-old. Five, but she loves it. She really likes it. And then I, I bought Final Fantasy 1. Um, the actual, what was supposed to be the Final Fantasy. The final the finalist fantasy. Um, yeah, it went on sale for the first time. Um, on PlayStation? Yeah, they were kind of everywhere. This is a game that I've been mean, like I've been trying to get to be like physical, but the collection is just really expensive and really fucking annoying. So, Does it come with a bunch of the games or just that one? Uh, no, it's like one through six. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. It's a, those are awesome ones, games, right? Um, but yeah, I'm playing. So I'm playing the first one. It's very, very basic, but it's kind of like refre- like it's almost refreshing in that weird way where it's just like mm-hmm. this is just like baby baby shit. Really, um, there's no like there's there's classes you pick at the start of the game, but it's never really thin later. Um, like you, you're just stuck in that class, whatever. There's no like, you know, Final Fantasy VII has materia, Final Fantasy VIII has junction, like all these extra things to kind of give your boost. Like even the the stuff you pick, like even the like equipment and stuff is like really basic and stuff like that. So it's kind of just like nice like that. I want to play one through six, four and six are just fucking incredible games. Like when just was the last so time dope. you played? Like are you are you playing them the first time since you? No, played no, no. I've, no I, okay, I've played all these games before. I probably haven't played any of those first six since like 2003, Interesting. So you're, it's been you're, a long time. Yeah. It's been a long, long time. Some of them now, I haven't been, 
Like I haven't is, been. Oh no, actually, sorry. You know what? Final Fantasy three got remade for DS, and that was the first time I ever came to to North America. Gotcha. Um, so that was whenever the DS was 2010 ish, but everything else, all the other ones were, I just played on ROMs like back in like high school. So, so here's my concern for you though. Cause I've done mm-hmm. this a couple of times when fallout four was coming out, I was like, Oh, I'll just get every single achievement in fallout three and all the DLC. And then fallout four came out and I was like, Oh, I'm so sick of fallout games. Is this going to ruin final fantasy seven part two for you? Or is that just gearing you up for it? No, so that's the thing. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna just finish one, and then I'll play two like later this year or something. Like gotcha. This is like a, this is oh, like it's a the, it's four the project. Year plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Because um, I thought of that too, where I was like, I do not want to be sick of. Because <laughs> the other thing too is I have I never I did it on PSP when it first came out, but I never mm. beat or I and I started replaying Crisis Core, which is the like prequel to Final Fantasy Seven. Interesting. And I play in PSP and I know what happens, but they kind of, they, they really changed it up anyways for the remake in terms of Zach. Um, <laughs> and I know you have no idea what that means, but I'm familiar with the characters. I watched the Tim Rogers review of uh, Final Fantasy seven. So I know the characters in the rough like story arc. Okay. So yeah, I'm kind of, I, I want to play that, but we're getting close. Like it's, it's February. It's uh like, I'll finish Final Fantasy one like tonight or early tomorrow morning. So I'm off this week. Hell yeah. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I'll dive into crisis core, but I'll give it like only I'll, I'll stop like a week before Final Fantasy seven remake two because so is that the next big thing after Helldivers two? That's FF seven part two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cause it comes out on, um, what's the stupid extra day? Uh, leap year. Oh, the 29th. Leap day. Yeah. It comes on leap day. They also have uh, that new Mario versus Donkey Kong's coming out, and I played the hell out of that DS one, so I'll kind of keep my eye on that one. I played the demo. Sophia, Sophia wants me to get it. So hell yeah, yeah dude. Right, to get it. I played the demo of her, and she was like, "Can you buy this?" And I was like, "Yeah, we can buy this. It's not out yet." And she cried about that because she doesn't Aww, know what that means, right? And yeah. Then, <laughs> and then I, every time now we boot up the Switch to play Pokemon, she's like, "Can we get the Mario game?" And I was like, "You got Like you have to chill. Like, I, yeah. I know you don't know what any of this means, but." <laughs> this stuff's important like we have can to you wait. delete can you delete the demo off the thing and then she won't see it or is she just knows i, d- I no i did do that so she okay, at least knows okay. now that yeah nah. um so it's just a matter of waiting but okay yeah final fantasy is 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 charming there's, there's some good stuff in there um which is the one I, where they go to the moon that's the one I've that's, heard five. Okay, that's five okay um for so and if you didn't know Final Fantasy 1 was released here, Final Fantasy 4 was released here, and Final Fantasy 6 was released here as 1, 2, and 3, but the real 2, 3, and 5 were not released uh, here okay. until much much later. So, so that, those were the ones you played in 2003-ish? Uh, I played fan translations. Gotcha. Because um, I was like that. I'd be like that. Jen played a fucking Japanese Kingdom Hearts thing through translations because she also is like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's good. Yeah, I'll probably platinum it tonight or early tomorrow morning. So, and then Hell Divers, man, Hell Divers, yes, talk to dope, me. Oh, okay. dude. Get Hell Divers. It's so okay. fun. Okay, and I have like, an I have an Amazon gift card. My uncle got me. Is this the, is this the the move? I think so. Like it's real. Like I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think there. I mean, there's some matchmaking issues right now, which giving them the benefit of the doubt because this game is just blowing up past their like, expectations. Like it has right. to. Like you look at the Steam. Someone posted on Reddit the Steam. Um, like peak for Helldivers one, it was like ten thousand people, and Helldivers two is like like one hundred fifty thousand people, like concurrent. So 
That's crazy. It's just like blown. Like it's just awesome. And solo isn't really bugged. Uh, although I heard the other night that like rewards weren't being dished out. So I kind of just bailed on it. But we're talking about it in the discord, man. Like it's really fun. Um, it's like the, the humor around the game is it's everything's for like democracy and for like super earth and all this stuff. It's kind of got some of that, that Warhammer humor a bit, like that tone of it. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and and it's like it's Starship Troopers, the game. Yeah. Like there's funny kind of physics. Like there's a trophy for game blown up and flying twenty five feet or more, which I did in my second mission or something like that. Like the explosions and all that stuff and the, the force and the feedback you get from it is like really dope. The bugs make are good use of those triggers. A lot of that. Yeah. Okay. They're snappy. It snaps. It's nice. Okay. Pieces someone someone on Reddit posts on P about uh when they're playing on PC, they're like PS five players like shut your controllers off and we're like, yo, it's, it's the adaptive triggers. Like we can't do anything about it. Mm. And I like it. I like the feeling of it. It reminds me of Returnal too. Like it, it, it kind of just like feels good to shoot. The um, only game that went overboard with that for me was the, the first call of duty on PS five. Every single gun had its own like trigger. Yeah. Returnal was like the, like the trigger was, you know how some weapons and games will have secondary fire and do something yes. different. Yeah. 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 They did that, but just with the with the trigger. Oh, so you so pulled like, slightly for primary, all the way for secondary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and it took a while to get used to, and I think that's right. just it. I think in 2020 it was like, man, and now the controller just like totally makes sense and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a shout out to the monetization, like, yes, the store is like really simple. There's only like four or five items at a time. You can find premium currency in the world. The free battle pass like has enough currency to buy the next battle pass. The, the premium does this battle, battle pass, pass expire? It does not expire. There's no wow. date or anything like that. And I was trying to tell you this over like text, like Halo, you pick one battle, like they don't expire either, but you pick one battle pass and that's a battle pass. You level up. You work this on one, one at a time. You work at one at a time. This one, you get medals for like completing missions. And in each battle pass, there's like different rewards for different metals. So it's, it's more of like you pick like 12 things on a page and you can kind of pick what you want to unlock first. Mm. And then when you complete a page is when you get to go to the next set of like kind of rewards. Okay. And you can bounce, you just get these metals so you can bounce back and forth between the premium and the, the free battle pass. Like there's no, you don't really set one as active or anything like that and get XP mm-hmm. for it. Um, so it's like, it's pretty, like it's it's kind of like I'm you I'm surprised this is a Sony published game because like it's not intrusive at all it's not predatory Destiny at all. the like, uh, the Bungie overlords didn't get their hooks in it early enough not, in development I I guess not because it's like I have no problem with games monetizing in this fashion like it's it it's also cold. is fifty bucks so fifty bucks launch free battle pass and you can buy the battle pass with stuff in the game so you don't have to spend any money on top of the game to get everything in the game. So far, yeah. Like, we'll okay. see how future battle passes are right. and all that stuff. Because this is also and, what they're trying to do is, like, if this is going to be the 10-year game, like The Long Dark, you know, they will have to pay people after the sales of the game taper out, of course. And so, yeah, they're they're exploring that middle range where a lot of giant uh, uh, Embracer-style projects collapsed. I think the little ones like this that just don't piss people off and are good will survive for a while. Yeah, like, I think... I don't know. I feel like... Call of Duty is its own thing in its own world. Right. But I think most people are getting really tired with just how much shit is getting thrown into these games. And I'm, you know, 
I'm I understand like the need for this stuff. Like these games are just so expensive to be made, right? Like how, how many people worked on Helldivers two versus Helldivers one, mm-hmm. um, and which was like ten years ago. It's probably like four times as many people, and so I get it. And but like I, you know, if a game is a budget price and has all this free stuff to unlock and all this premium stuff to unlock, but you can, you know. You can get you can get the premium currency in the in the levels. Like I don't even remember. I think Red Dead Redemption Two did that with the gold and stuff like that. Like it's obviously a slow burn, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's you don't really see that too often. Like you just get the premium currency in like different battle pass stuff, but you can get it like in each level. So I don't know. I have no problem with the monetization. It's pretty dope. I think if you're just like totally anti like MTX, like you're like this isn't going to. Like yeah, yeah. Some people just have lines in the sand. Like if you don't like seeing it, you won't like this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's not thrown in your face or anything like that. It's not like when you kind of come back to your mission, it like pops it up and like gives you a thing, being like, "Oh, check out the new store up." Like I popped up the game. And yeah, like ten bars appear and like half of them fully complete and green check marks appear. Exactly. Like it yes. just it has you press square. It's like I forget what do they call requisitions or something. It's that and you press it at the top and then like you can just see it like. It's dope, man. I don't know. You should. You should. I play with. You convinced. I need me. friends to play it because I haven't yeah. played with friends yet. It's we need at least three, right? You can play with two. I played with a rando. Like okay. Person. As soon as they fix the servers and stuff like that, like I like. There's, is it crossplay no, with Steam? Because if I it got it for Gen on PS, oh man, if I got it, it for Gen, I got, okay. There's there's plans in my brain, but we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll move those into the the TBD column because uh, you got to bounce and pick up your child, don't you? Yeah, I do have to go pick up my child. All right, that's it for episode 235 of the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. Uh, a wrap on our community awards from last year. Thank you, everyone who participated. And thank you, everyone at Patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs for helping us out uh, at the $5 tier or higher. We would like to personally thank you at the end of every episode. So thanks, Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Doug Z, Eleanor, Elizabeth Davery, Kai Hutchins, Nicholas Azorko, and Slaughter Neko. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, drops a review. I've figured out how to not make the... Um, chapters broken on spotify but i haven't figured out how to make them work yet so i'm trying something new this week where i'm gonna do in the bottom just like every time stamp in a list that's like news song wish list song and then so on spotify it'll show you know how like youtube added chapters like wherever you highlight just tells you what's in that section Mm -hmm. it's like that on spotify for our podcast so basically every section will tell you like what we're talking about in that chunk or what song is playing in that chunk i'm pretty sure i got that to work this week so let me know if i did or didn't and uh yeah that's it for episode 235 cool see you next week bye I don't know what the future may hold, but I know who holds the future. Ralph Abernathy. Sounds like a religious thing to say. Mm. American civil rights activist. Baptist minister. Womp womp. Boom. Nice try, Ralph. <laughs> Can't fool me. <laughs> <laughs> I get not sliding that one on me. I know who's in charge. And it's...